Hey everyone, welcome to the Bonafide Legal Podcast. I'm Florence Bremer. I'm your host. Bonafide Legal Podcast is a podcast for attorneys and business owners, and we deal with time management and lifestyle tips. I've been doing the podcast for almost two years, and in the last month and a half, it's been a much different format than it's been. We're still in the COVID-19 crisis, and this will be part six of that series that I'm doing now. I think I'll probably continue to speak about this until we get to a place where maybe we're back to a semi-normal life. So I have lots to talk about today. And what I wanted to start with was some tips that I put together on how to remain productive and active while working from home or working a different schedule. So number one, I have a dedicated area where I work. So I have a couple of these. (laughs) I have my office at my house. I have um, kitchen counters and inside the kitchen counters is a desk that's built into it. I've always wanted one of these. And on March 17th, when we moved into our new house, it, it had that. It's like literally something I always wanted. And I sit there probably a few hours every day. I start there in the morning with coffee and emails and work before anyone else gets up. And I'll go to the office for a few hours, which also remains a dedicated work area for me. My office, as I've said in previous episodes, is a closed off area. So I'm able to um, go there and I'm not shut down. I'm also an essential service. So I'm also not shut down for that reason. But for the most part, the office has not been buzzing like it has in the past. My associate is working from home. I'm working from home a lot. There's no reason to have someone at the front desk the whole day because maybe one person or no people will try to stop by. We have a sign out front that says if anyone has any packages, they can drop them off at my mailbox drop. And, um, you know, I'm monitoring the phones all day. So the work area at home is very helpful for a couple of reasons. It gives me my own space to work. When people see me there, they know I'm working as well. Although something kind of funny has been happening last week and we were really laughing about it. My daughters would see me working there and they would pull up a kitchen chair and just kind of sit next to me. And they would be doing something. You know, my oldest daughter has been working on a registry for um, her new baby. And everyone always has like shopping lists that they're working on or, or some sort of paperwork. And I've just noticed that during the last week, people were pulling up next to me and sitting with me. So that was kind of funny. Another thing I do is I have a schedule that's in a way similar to my my regular or old routine. My old routine is that I would set my alarm for 5 or 6 or 6.30, depending on what I had for court that day. So if I had court 
a little bit later. I might get up a little bit later because I didn't want to, you know, end up in court. And that's like my 10th hour of working of the day. And in the old routine, I would jump in the shower first thing. Now I do things much different because there's not a need for me to be at the office at eight in the morning. I can do initial office morning things from home. I don't have to be in court in the morning, although sometimes I have telephonic hearings and I'll go into the office. I've generally been going into the office for those. Um, it just f- makes me feel more like I'm a lawyer and it's a quieter situation at the office as opposed to my home. The phones, doing them at home are doable, but not perfect for sure. And everyone's patient and nice because everyone else is dealing with it, with having their kids around and and things like that. But it does feel distracting to me if there's like a bunch of kitchen noise in the back or something else going on. Okay. And I have this, in, in a way it feels like I have no extra time. Like I'm getting up early, I'm working all day. Um, and then falling into bed like 9 p.m., like exhausted as can be. But there's things that are cut out right now that are giving me time to work on other things. I'm not doing a commute to and from court, which saves me about 10 hours a week. I'm not commuting to other things. I'm not commuting to church. I'm doing all that online. So there's probably a good maybe 15 hours that I have extra. And of course, it's filled in with other things because when you're home all the time, your household duties are much higher. There's definitely more time needed for sort of navigating this whole situation in terms of uh, there's a ton more emails. You know, more people are reaching out by emails. Um there's messages at different times of the day. So there's different things that are added. So it's not like, oh, hey, now I have 20 hours of free time every week. But it does allow me to do a bit of a different schedule. So now my COVID-19 schedule is I get up maybe five or six. I work in the kitchen until I feel I have done what I need to do. And that's generally emails and maybe some sort of project that I've set out for myself. It might be reading a transcript or writing a letter. So I'll do those those things. If I have time and don't need to get into the office for early meetings or an early court hearing, I might take my grandson for a walk. Then I get in the shower. I go to the office. I go to the office until, and, and this is what I've been saying, everyone will say, when are you going to be home? And I'll say, when I'm done. So I'll go to the office until I'm done. And that's um, going through physical mail, um, doing telephonic meetings. I've been trying to set my telephonic meetings midday. So I have early morning and later afternoon to work. And this is the routine I've pretty much been doing. Um, what else? Okay, another part of my tips for staying productive is I shower every day and I sometimes dress up a little bit. So this doesn't mean I'm sitting 
in a suit or going to the office in a suit, but I do change out of what I wore to bed and I shower and I put on makeup. The makeup for me is just for me. I'm, you know, I'm seeing my family. I don't really think they care if I wear makeup, but I feel a million times more uh, just put together and better and like I'm actually doing my job if I have a pretty lip gloss on and a little bit of eye makeup. I'm not going all out. I'm not doing a YouTube tutorial on makeup, but it's basically some eye makeup and something pretty on my lips. And when I get dressed up, it's most of the day I've had, most days I've had a uniform. It's my black yoga leggings. I have probably six pairs of black yoga pants. Um, I just seem to trend towards black. So I'll put those on. I'll put on a t-shirt or a tank. Um, it's getting pretty hot, so I don't need a jacket anymore. But when it was cooler, I'd throw a jacket on or a sweater. And that is what I would wear most of the time. Every once in a while, I'll throw on a dress or a skirt or maybe some dress pants and heels. Not like my super tall, crazy heels, but maybe like a little block heel. And it just makes me feel more like a person. Um, the other day I wore like this super colorful striped dress and I didn't need to wear that obviously, but I just felt like being dressed up a little bit and it made me feel better throughout the day. Um, I have a to-do list every day that includes work items and personal items. So sometimes my personal items, I'm still dealing with my move, um, including um, I've had a fax number for 20 years and I tried to get it moved to my new house and CenturyLink could not accommodate it. They said they could. Instead, they turned off my phone service and I lost the number. So there's been frustrations like that. And I know everyone is dealing with different frustrations, whether it's not being able to get certain groceries or, um, I mean, there's bigger frustrations out there, you know, job losses and things along those lines. But there's a ton of like literal, littler frustrations out there. Um, and those are always part of my to-do list during the day. A lot of them are COVID-19 related, where it's things that either need to be done, excuse me for one sec, <coughs> things that either need to be done um, because of the move and aren't getting done because of COVID-19, or things that I'm trying to get due to the COVID crisis, um, or whatever it is that I have going on. And I just combine my list for the day. So my personal work has become my professional work as well, because I need to keep stuff going at home in order to keep stuff going for my business. So I do have a to-do list every day. I generally do it on paper. I have a printed out to-do list or printed out calendar pages um, from different notepads that I've collected 
over time, and these are things that I've been using quite a bit. I have notepads kind of stashed everywhere too for all the different notes that I've been taking or need to take. There's always something new happening, always some sort of update or follow-up or something that I need to do. This is going um, back a little bit to some of my other tips to staying productive, like the regular routine. But part of the regular routine is taking some breaks during the day. So I may stop for lunch or um, chat with my associate. She might be running into the office to grab some work and drop off some work. And I might take some time to talk to her for a few minutes and catch up like we were at the office together all day. And um, I'll send emails to different people. I haven't done like a like a giant, like one day sat down and reached out to everybody. But pretty much every day I realized, and this was sort of subconsciously, I guess, I realized I was sending feelers out to different people who stuck in my mind for some reason. Like I would have a thought of a friend or another attorney or someone who I just finished a case on or a client who might be in a nursing home and I'll give them a quick call or give them or shoot them an email and check in. So this is part of my breaks as well. A big part of my breaks has been walks like every day. A bummer that's going on right now is all of a sudden it started getting stinking hot here in Arizona. Like today we'll be at 98 degrees. Um, a few days last week I tried because I was doing these walks like mainly around five o'clock or the afternoon, whenever I felt like I was done for the day, I'd throw my grandson in the stroller and we'd go for a walk. I tried that last week and thought I was going to pass out. It was just way too hot. So cut the walk short and came back early and got some water. I feel like I've been like constantly dehydrated <laughs> this whole time. And I don't know what it is. I've talked to other people as well. So make sure you're drinking water. I'm drinking water all day long. I'll add a juice every once in a while to mix it up. Maybe a diet soda. But it's mainly just water, water, water. And not only am I feeling dehydrated, I'm also feeling like kind of sore and, and tight. I was in a pretty good routine before all this happened where I was going to a once a week yoga class. And I noticed that was really helping me with my flexibility. And although I'm trying to do some yoga on my own, it's just not the same as going to a class and kind of shutting it all out. So I've been doing yoga poses and stretches and um, f using my foam roller to roll out my muscles but I've been feeling pretty sore and I've noticed a lot of other people are feeling sore as well. But that's part of taking my breaks too. Like maybe just going into, I'm going to tell you guys a secret, I hide in my closet. Um, I have a closet that has a door that shuts and I can fit in here and I will come in here and hide. This is where I'm doing my podcast. This is where I've been doing my podcast for the last month since I moved to this house. 
And sometimes I'll just come in here and sit and do downward dog. Um, I know everyone's familiar with downward dog. It's where you pop your butt up in the air. Your hands are on the ground and you're, you try to touch your heels to the ground. My heels don't go to the ground because I'm just too tight, but I definitely feel that as a stretch. And one thing that I heard is that downward dog is a great pose for stretching your whole body. Something I did not realize as many times as I've taken yoga classes, I didn't really realize it was a stretch so much. But when I think of it that way, I can really feel it. I can feel it in my shoulders, my lower back, my calves, upper thighs, like feel that stretch everywhere. Okay. Another thing that I do to keep going during this time is find technology that works for me. So one is my um, go to my PC, which I've sub sub subscribed to for years. I use this, it, it mainly for a long time for me was more for travel. So I could travel and stay in touch in, with the office. Now it's survival of, of keeping working. Um, I access my documents in the morning and my emails in the morning with go to my PC. And I also do that at um, in the evening as well. I'm constantly researching and watching webinars on technologies and tips that people are using to stay productive during this time. I've noticed that, you know, a lot of tasks for me are faster at the office because I have this giant screen, but I'm working with the um, laptop, you know, pretty well. I'll notice sometimes I have some hilarious typos in my emails, and I'll, I just apologize to people and say, when I'm working from home, I'm working on a really small screen. I have my reading glasses on, but it's still not perfect. So it works, and, and, I, and I just keep researching it. I have phones where it has an app where I can have my phones from the office transferred to my app and answer through the app. That works pretty well as, as well. It was something that I didn't use a lot in the past, and now I use it. I've been using it a ton for the last few weeks because I'm basically doing my own phones at this point. I, another thing I do is, and, and this is sort of tied to having the um, dedicated area to work, is that I move around to work. So I work at the home desk in the morning. It's right next to the kitchen table. So sometimes I just swing around my chair and work at the kitchen table. And I work in my office that I enjoy quite a bit as well. These are places that are very comfortable for me to work and I really, really like this. Another thing that I do to stay productive and it feels like a bit of a treat to me while I'm working is I play webinars, podcasts, or shows in the background. I am not a person who can work to music. I was when I was younger but for some reason now, music sort of 
distracts me or makes me feel agitated more than relaxes me. So instead, I'll just play a webinar. There's so many webinars right now about how people are adapting to COVID-19. As a lawyer, I am getting tons of um, tons of emails from the State Bar and the Women Lawyers Association and criminal law associations and just any kind of lawyer association you can imagine will send out webinars. A lot of it has to do with COVID and how to cope with it. And then, like I said before, sometimes that, some things are different. And I'm not focusing 100% on it because I'm also doing work, but I'm picking up things from it. And the same with if I'm just doing a podcast in, in the background. It also helps me keep up caught up on my podcast because I used to listen to podcasts when I was driving. And now that that has gone out the window, I'm probably driving at most just if I'm going to the grocery store once or twice a week and then going back and forth to my office, which is near my house. Maybe I'm driving 30 minutes a week total because um, I'm not going anywhere. It's it's very odd. It has not been like that for me. And I, I couldn't even tell you. But listening to the podcast in the background keeps me caught up. It's also how I watch the morning show um, on Apple TV. I just kind of had it playing on my phone while I worked on my computer. Not something that I needed to focus on. Sometimes I realize something big happened in the show and I kind of missed it. And I'd go back a few seconds and, and rewatch it. I So, which brings me to my next point, is I use multiple technologies at the same time. In the past, this isn't what I usually recommended because I was I was going in a million different directions already. I needed to be out the door to court um, and then my cell phone would be ringing and I would be answering emails on my computer and the office phone would be ringing. But now things are more quiet. And so I will, um, like I said, maybe be doing something on my cell phone while a webinar is playing on the on the laptop, or I'll check my emails while I'm listening to a podcast or a, a webinar. So I always have maybe like two or three different technologies going at the same time. My desktop at work has been, I feel like it's been overloaded and has been working kind of hard. So sometimes if it's, um, you know, everyone's sending everything electronically now. So sometimes if I'm saying I'm like downloading documents or if my email's being a little bit slow, I can still be productive instead of just staring at the screen with maybe doing some online banking on my cell phone while I'm waiting for my desktop. Okay. My last tip is going to be stay connected while staying safe and bring the prior world in. So, like I said before, I'm sending check-in texts to and emails to clients and other attorneys and counsel and friend and family. And it feels good just to talk to others. I have the privilege of being able to live with my family. So I'm surrounded by family this whole time and we've been able to support each other 
But it feels good to talk to people in the outside world and just see what they've been up to and find out what's going on with them. Some people have reached out to me and it's made me feel like so touched that they would think of me during this time just to send me an email to see how I was. So speaking of staying connected that way, a thing that we've tried to do at my house is just to make things more fun. And I know that there has been countless online articles about what people have been doing. And people are coming up with like the most fun ideas, whether they're cooking something or watching something or writing something or drawing or coloring, like whatever it is they're doing is just is lovely. So something that I've been doing is I've been trying to make my house a restaurant almost. I've purchased fun foods from Costco. I was at Costco a few days ago and I purchased uh, mochi. Um, They're kind of, I don't know, I've been calling them cookies, but they're just mochi. They're their own thing. They're from Taiwan. They are a little bit weirdly flavored, but they're super fun. I bought some good bagels from Einstein's and some of their good cream cheeses. There's been a lot of making things homemade from my house. It's mostly others who are doing it. I'm not so much into homemade, but my um, daughter made a homemade vegan gumbo last week. My sister-in-law made lemon bars and a pecan chocolate pie. I made a tortellini soup. And I, I've been doing foods that are are good in like a big pot, you know, like a pasta or a chili, the aforementioned gumbo, you know, things like that. Another thing we did last week that we just implemented a couple days ago was to plan menus for the week. Because what was happening was I would get home from work and everyone, unless my daughter had decided to cook something that day, everyone would be like, what's for dinner? And then I would be scrambling, looking at everything, trying to figure out what to make. So we came up with a meal plan for the week based on what we have in the pantry. Going back to buying fun foods, buy things like fun olives and pickles and ice creams. Um, Costco to me is one of the best places for that. I bought a huge tub of Jelly Belly jelly beans, which are the only jelly beans that I eat. And we were having a fun guessing game yesterday of my daughter figuring out what the jelly beans were based on the, uh, like the template on the side. And then she'd give it to us and we'd have to guess the flavor, which I must not have any taste buds because I don't think I guessed anyone right. Another thing we did is we made our own library, our library. So everyone at my house consolidated all our books and we put them out in the open on bookshelves. And sometimes we'll just sit in a room together and read. Um, Movie nights, I know, are super, super popular right now with people. And at Harkins Movie Theater, you can get curbside, curbside popcorn and oil. And you can... Dill, you can get movies that would be at the movie theater right now, and it's like 20 bucks to rent them. And if you went to the movies with, you know, four or five people, it would cost you, it would cost you, say, 
oh gosh, I don't even know anymore. Um, say $60 and you can rent a movie for 20 and then we would get the curbside popcorn and it would just be great. Um, here's some tips on some things that I, um, watched this week or saw this week that I wanted to share on Hulu. There is a movie called little monsters. It was a made for Hulu movie. It was a movie where I, every time I saw it, I was like, Little Monsters, that doesn't sound good. I didn't know anything about it. And then I read a review about it, and it was about a kindergarten class that goes on a trip, and they're attacked by zombies. And Lupita Nyong'o is in it, and this really fun Australian guy, and um, oh, Josh Gad, who plays Olaf, in Frozen, except he's reprehensible in this movie. And this movie was so fun. It was similar to Shaun of the Dead in the sense that it was a funny zombie movie. It also felt very current because with everybody sort of being under attack by what's going on with COVID, it, um, I don't know, it just felt current, if that makes sense. And it was funny. It was really funny and gross, you know. Um, it was a zombie movie all the way, but it had some really good humor in it as well. I liked it. I finished watching The Morning Show this week. It was so good. I've been trying to get someone else in my house to watch it. It had a little bit of a disappointing final episode. It had this, I don't even know if I want to call it a twist. It had a plot turn that I could see coming. And I thought this show is too smart for that. Um, and it happened. And I'm okay with it. Like I think it, it, I feel like it can be organic to the plot, but it just, gosh, it's such a smart show that I didn't know that they needed like this to happen. And I won't say what the this is. But it is such a good show. Like I cannot believe how much I like Jennifer Aniston in this. And Steve Carell is just crazy. As I said before, he's playing like a, disgra a disgraced morning show host. Very similar to Matt Lauer. It's some Sometimes I felt like he was slipping into Matt Lauer. And it was just so odd. Um, but I really, really recommend this show. I think it's received all sorts of accolades. And I received something, um, and I think it was because of Sprint, where I got Apple TV free for a year. But I think you can do 14-day free trials. And maybe if you have Sprint too, you can also get it. Otherwise, it's $4.99 a month. And if you just wanted to watch the morning show and cancel it, there's some other shows on it that look really good. And I'm hoping to get to them, but we'll see. There's there's a lot of TV out there right now and a lot of different streaming sites. Another thing we've been doing is playing games the way they are not meant to be played. For some reason, it just feels like at night when we're sort of exhausted after the day to like, crack out a board game and like start playing Monopoly doesn't really feel um doesn't really feel like too too appealing so instead we might grab the trivia cards out of a trivial pursuit 
or just grab out Scrabble pieces and start putting words together or grab out cards of another game and just start doing some um, kind of making up our own game with it. And that's been fun. This may be depressing. (laughs) The next thing I'm going to say, I found it very intriguing. I watched videos of New York City, Las Vegas, Paris, and London as they are now, where there's just no people anywhere, or they'll show the New York subway with like six people on it, and the streets will be empty, and the Eiffel Tower Plaza will be empty. It's amazing. It's just so unbelievable that this is where we are right now. But if you ever want to see these sites with no people at them, take a look at these videos. You can just Google um, Las Vegas right now or Las Vegas during coronavirus. All the lights were on in Vegas. There would be a few people walking around, but things are 100% shut down. Another thing I wanted to share with you is that there right now is a lot of deals that you can save money on during this time. If you're having, uh, if you need a new car or have a car payment, pretty much any single manufacturer is offering deals for payment relief or deferrals. For entertainment, there's a lot going on where there's free HBO right now. HBO is free during the month of uh, April. It's also free on Hulu. So I've just been watching it through Hulu. Um, what else did I hear about? Oh, I had a code for CBS Access, but I think that it's expired. I always wanted to watch um, The Good Fight that's only on CBS All Access, but I think the code has expired. The code is called GIFT, G-I-F-T. Maybe try it and see if it works. Um, there's, if you go to Playbill, you can watch some musicals for free. The Metropolitan Opera of New York has free nightly streams. Apple Music has a three-month free trial. Kindle Unlimited is having free unlimited access. There's plenty of classes online. I signed up for a class through Yale, through Coursera. So it's the word course, R-A. I don't know that I'll take it because <laughs> I've been so busy. But if I get a chance, I want to take a course through Yale. Like when would I ever be able to afford that? Uh, let's see what else. M- the meditation app Headspace is offering free services. There's YouTube is generally my favorite place for exercise classes because you can just get them free. But I also understand that Gold's Gym is offering free access to its app and Core Power Yoga is having free classes. I believe a lot of insurance companies are going to give a policy credit for premiums for this month because no one's driving. If you're going to shop anywhere or order food anywhere, Ask or research whether there is free delivery or some sort of free deal 
or a discounted deal. A lot of places have been doing, you know, like 20% off, 30% off meal packages. So there's a lot of deals out there. I am going to continue talking about Canyon Ranch for a few more minutes. This was the place that I went to in Tucson right when everything shut down, went during the weekend of March 13th. And so I just wanted to share what it was like and maybe give you a bit of a virtual vacation or um, just tell you what it's like so when the world opens up back in, maybe you can go. This was something that I purchased through a silent auction. I can't afford <laughs> their regular prices. So I was able to get a discounted price through a silent auction. And my husband and I went to went there. So how it works is you can eat whatever you want. And there's two restaurants and you just go and you order whatever, but everything's healthy and the portions are um, very, I don't want to say small because they're nice, but they're enough. It's not like, you know, going to like Claim Jumper and they give you this huge platter of food or like a lot of restaurants where they give you too much food. It's like just the right amount. And the, there was like a smaller cafe and then there was a regular restaurant. And then there's classes throughout the day. So when we first got there, my husband and I, we went to the cafe. Our room wasn't ready. We had um, superfood super food bowls, a veggie chili, smoothies, like things if you're making it yourself, like you don't have time to make these things. So it's just nice to like go there and just order it. And then when our room was ready... What did we do? We could have took classes. We just fell into bed exhausted. And then I took a stroll around the grounds. The grounds are beautiful. And this is one of my tips for whenever I go to a new place. I always try to get acquainted. The staff at Canyon Ranch is friendly and professional. They're just above and beyond. And the rooms are beautiful. Ours was the most basic room that you could get, but it was huge. It was a very big like cabin type room, but it had modern tile, lots of travertine, a huge shower, wonderful custom bath products. It was very comfortable and we were centrally located in the complex. Um, I worked a ton that weekend which now I'm, I'm kind of regretting because it was my last weekend away. And I didn't know that would be it for a long time. But I had some briefs and I needed to get them done. So for that week, like it, it almost seems like a dream to me because that week right before March 13th, whenever I tried to work on something, I had to run to court or meetings. And by the time I would try to work on something, it was time for bed, or I was too exhausted to work on it, I needed to go to bed. Um, a few days during that week, I'd worked till nine or 930, worked on my bed, then pushed everything to the floor and went to bed, which just seems so odd to me now that there was so much happening in the world. I was working on corporate contracts and real estate contracts and like all these things that in a way have kind of dried up right now. 
So I was um, working at Canyon Ranch. Um, the dinners were wonderful at this place. They had these huge menus. You could order anything you liked, as much as you want, and lots of like flavorful vegetables. And the desserts were super fun, but they were just a few bites and perfectly sized. My husband hilariously ordered like two of every dessert one night. And the people were nice. They weren't like, no, do you really need that? <laughs> um, let me see what else. There was a few days when we were there that I had breakfast by myself. My husband, like he has, when we're away, like he wants to sleep and relax and just hang out in a bathrobe. And I'm more like, I want to get out. I want to use the amenities. So I would have breakfast by myself. And like one of the sample breakfasts was a tofu scramble and coffee and cherry juice. And every time I would have breakfast by myself, I would bring work. So I would also work. And it was just such a luxury to me to have breakfast alone and also be able to work. I also went to some classes that I loved. Like I loved, loved, loved these classes there. They had one class that was just about stretching your feet and walking correctly. I went to a world dance class which was like the most fun thing. Like to me, Canyon Ranch was kind of my line in the sand before everything went down. I didn't realize it at the time, obviously, that everything would really shut down a few days later and that in fact Canyon Ranch would shut down as well. Cause everything was still kind of going, but people were being cautious. And I went to this class, it was called a world dance class, and they had three drummers who played like Brazilian music and African music and then this teacher who was so happy and exuberant and she taught us these fun dances that you could definitely follow along because I'm not coordinated <laughs> and I could follow these. I went to a stretch yoga class. Um, it, it was great and I almost didn't do that world dance class. I was on my way to go do a spin class, something that I've can do anywhere, anytime. And the instructor stopped me and she said, why don't you come to this class? She goes, I promise you'll love it. And I did. Like, I couldn't even pretend like I didn't like it. It was very, I felt like I was, was like very sexy when I was doing these dances. It was very fun. And where else, you know, a place like, where else in a place like this can you do three exercises classes in a row like it just was so nice I, I like my back felt so great I went to there they had the ladies locker room and there was a hot tub and a eucalyptus steam room like it just so nice um oh we had also booked massages so you can't even get a massage right now you know and we had these massages and it was one of the best massages of my life. The therapist was really thoughtful and nice. And after massages, I went back to the room and worked more. And it was crazy how much work that I got done. And I, if things ever go back to normal again, I may use this as a tool for the future, like going to a hotel for the weekend and just working. Another fun thing about this place is that they had this really big theater room 
with theater chairs and hundreds of DVDs to pick from. Here's the the secret about it. No one uses this room. And if you go watch a movie, they'll bring you, the staff brings you snacks and drinks. We watched Stanley Kubrick's Dr. Strangelove. It's one of my hubby's favorite movies. Kubrick movies are always a little weird to me, and they seem to connect more with men. But it's a classic, and we had a good night. I was nodding off, and it wasn't even 10, and but that was my exhaustion level with fresh air and lots of exercise. Another great thing about uh, Canyon Ranch is that it's on a mountain lion preserve. I didn't see any mountain lions, but I walked this whole like secluded area, and I found this cool uh, creek, and... I didn't think I was going to make it back for classes, but I did. And I went to a spin class and a stretching class. All the classes are 45 minutes or less, which is perfect. And you can try different things and get to the next class on time. So I really, really like that. Uh, let's see. Oh, another thing I did was they had this path called a two-mile loop. And I walk two miles all the time. On Saturdays, I walk five miles. So I thought, fine. And it was called a loop, which sounded relaxing, except it went up and down steep hills. And it took me an hour because of all the climbing and winding. I had no hat, no water. I was sunburned and parched. And I went back to the spa and I got water. And they had after sun gel that I put on. This place has so many thoughtful touches. And then I went back to the movie room by myself and I watched Blue Jasmine, which is one of my favorite movies. Um, one night, <laughs> we had two dinners. We had like a pre-dinner. We went to the cafe and got chili and then went to dinner. And the only negative thing about everything was the coronavirus scare at that time. Like it was just really starting up. I would dream about it at night. I was obsessed about it. The whole place was talking about it. They shut down the salad bar. Like when you first got there, you could just get salad bar like regular. And then the next day, um, one of the staff would serve you. You'd, you know, you'd point to what you'd want and they'd serve you a salad. And then the next day, they just shut it down and they said, you can just order a salad. We'll make you a salad in the back. And then this is when the reports of all things getting shut down um, started. Like the district court said, don't come in. Uh, the superior court was still having hearings, although after I got back, most of those went away. My daughter's school was shut down for two weeks, which of course that turned into being shut down for the whole rest of the year. And it just kept happening, like the whole time we were there. Um. When we left on Monday morning, it was like we didn't want to leave, but we also couldn't wait to go back. I was starting to get like very agitated about everything because I felt like I was too far away from my daughters and my grandson. There was nonstop modification to what was going on and the talk about the coronavirus. Um, so that morning that we left, I actually wanted to take a small hike and maybe uh, take a class. But 
my phone started ringing at 8 a.m. with work issues. So we had breakfast and packed and left. And on the way home, I just started crying. (laughs) My husband's like, what's wrong? I'm like, I don't know, like all this stuff with the coronavirus, like I don't understand, like what's going to happen. And he's a very calming person. So he made me feel better. And we just listened to music all the way back. So the next day, like with all that going on, we closed on the house that I'm in now. And I sort of was like, are you kidding? Like all this is going on and this is what I'm doing. But I have my daughter and grandson and her husband with us. And my oldest daughter who's pregnant is staying with us for a little bit too. So it's good we're all together. Sometimes I think, well, it's bad if someone gets sick. It's good because we're all helping each other. But it's definitely, um, you know, nerve wracking. Um, We still are not out of our old house. We still have a lot of furniture over there and um, are still trying to decide what to do with that house, whether to sell it or rent it. Like, who knows? And the whole move thing has been definitely challenging. We had many people who were going to be able to help us. They helped us the first day. And then it by the next weekend, all the help went away. And not by anyone's fault. It's because of the coronavirus. People can't get together. Um, I didn't have garbage cans when I moved here, so I had to order those. We didn't have internet for about two weeks. Just like crazy, crazy things. But we're here now, and everything seems to be going well. So for two years on this podcast, I've been complaining about my schedule, time management, self-care, and how quickly that can just all get wiped away. I'm still busy, but it's different. And whatever you have going on, I know it's different for you too. So thank you so much for listening. You can find the podcast on SoundCloud and iTunes under Florence Legally Brunette, Bonafide Legal Podcast. You can find me on Twitter, Tumblr, and Instagram under Florence Legally Brunette. You can find me on Facebook under my personal page or my law office, a Florence Brummer page. My website is brummerlaw.com. I'm also on Patreon where you can donate to the podcast and you can donate through SoundCloud as well. Thank you so much for listening. I'll be back next week with new tips on whatever happened to me during the week. Take care. Stay healthy. Bye-bye.